you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that same look upon your face. You've logged 25 hours in Starfield, and now you're here to do the thing that we do every two weeks, except when we don't. Hi, Alan. Hi, how's it going? It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Welcome back. I'm glad I could pull you away from Starfield for a second to do this. Uh, I am very, very grateful you're here. How's uh, we, We've talked a little bit on the dregs before this about Starfield, but I'm uh, just in brief, how's the how's galactic life treating you? Hey everyone, it's good. Go play it. Okay, it's really good. <laughs> There's a one. It, we carry on the tradition in the last dregs of talking about Bethesda for an inordinate and sandbox games in general for an inordinately long amount of time. We may go back to whatever it was before, but who cares? I don't know. Fuck you, game theory. So thank you, thank you for listening to this show. It's incredible you're here and not playing Starfield. Exactly. No, I mean maybe you're listening to this while you're playing Starfield. Yeah. Or Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, how's, uh, how's space going? Uh, man, there's a whole other thing I wanted to get into in the dregs that I didn't, uh, but we're not going to. Okay. Uh, uh, the opportunity's gone. It's gone. It's gone. This it's is gone. It's Go it's play Starfield. It's gone. <laughs> well, welcome to Undercooked Analysis. It's me and Alan, as usual. Well, or or not as usual. I don't know. We're we're pretty much we're pretty much the you know the, we're pretty much the guys. We're pretty much the guys. Yeah, we're those guys. We're the guys. You know yeah. the guys. Hey, you know. get, guess what? It's hey, Alan. I have a I have a surprise for you. What what do you got? Okay, so the good news is I have stuff for you uh, that is not short story one. Great. The bad That's news great. is it. The bad news is it is uh, short and shivery time. Oh. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> okay. You ready for oh, this? All right. These are always just. A wild crapshoot, but sure. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Thank you. Uh, but I, I think we're we're going to be okay because these submissions are actually sent to us by uh, our old friend Rue, who we have not heard of since episode 89 when you, me, and Benjamin did Listing Miss Riding Hood. Oh. Yeah. So cool. this is So Rue sent us a whole slew of stories. They're all really, really short, and I'll let, I'll let Rue explain. Uh... Uh, recently, I've been working on writing prompts that, huh? We have a slew from Rue. A slew from Rue. The, a slew Rue for you. Uh, recently, I've been working on writing prompts that, like my last submission, are on the shorter side. I'm talking about 400 to 700 words each. I've attached five stories here, and any feedback for anything you decide to read would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the great work, and here's to another decade for you guys. Now, that reminds me of the craziness that next year we'll have been doing undercooked analysis for 10 years. That is nuts. It is, um, yeah. I wasn't here for all of them. I was here for most of them. You were. You were. You came in pretty freaking early on. Yeah. And became a a, a un, an inseparable part of this uh, this thing that I just did in order to keep people entertained initially until I could make another Midnight Marinara. And now, and now we're coming up on ten years of Midnight Marinara, and uh, there's I have some interesting news regarding that. Um, but I will save that for October. Uh, we're in September now. Isn't it nice that we're in September? Yeah, it's my birthday month. Yeah, uh, many happy returns when that comes along. We'll, we'll make sure everybody knows so everybody can give you all the things. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll put it out there that I'm taking donations for a really, really stupid tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it the tattoo? Uh, is it the no. one? Oh, that one it's not that one. Uh, I'm going to get a tattoo of Fred Rogers in a pirate hat. 
<laughs> okay. Fuck yeah. Uh, what prompted this? Uh, my my whole pirate thing. I'm I'm Mister Rogers, and I'm it's the pirate crew. So uh, I was uh, initially named because of my obsession with Captain America, and because I don't know, they kind of thought I was a nice enough dude to be called Mister Rogers. But now I'm I Captain. Now I'm Captain Mister Rogers. Um, oh, Captain, my Captain. But I yeah, I kind of want a tattoo of Fred Rogers in a pirate hat. That's kind of bitchin'. I love this idea absolutely. Anyway, we got some stories. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the um so we I figured since they're all pretty short, we will read all five. Cuz why not? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So our first story is right here and it is called The Announcement. Ready to get those uh, those nice little nice little servings? Yeah. All our, right. Our first slice of cake. <laughs> cake. Today, uh Alan joins me as an anonymous rabbit. Oh, good. Yeah. So uh, let's see what we got in the announcement. The pig in the overpriced cheap suit steps away from the podium. Sweat is beating on his forehead from all the lights directed on him. He dabs at his forehead with a crisp white handkerchief. It's a surprise he doesn't wipe away orange revealing a spray on tan. It looks as fake as those big pearly whites. Oh. Oh. Lights from the news outlet's cameras flash as the head of some bullshit committee comes on stage to shake the pig's hand. Just another ass-kissing jackass pawn in a monkey suit. <laughs> I used to play bass for ass-kissing jackass pawn in a monkey suit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my brain... I've got video game brain and, like, not sleeping enough because of video game brain. And, mm-hmm. like, I didn't say the other word out loud, but because we're talking about animals, um, my brain saw the word pawn and thought prawn. I did for a split second too, to be honest. And I immediately pictured this person now as as Pepe. So what I used to play bass for is shrimp in a monkey suit. (laughs) Donkey shrimp in a monkey suit. Yeah. Uh, The pig spent the last hour going on about sacrifices and doing our patriotic duty while children are going to bed hungry. Parents can't even grow food because crops and livestock are failing in mass and are riddled with disease. More and more people are dying from hunger and disease. For the greater good, the pig said. I'm pretty sure a silver-tongued German once said that. Six million people would disagree. Hmm. I like the salty sweat off the top of my lip, and I, as I look through the scope, I can taste the cold metal pressed against the side of my cheek. The pig's beady, squinting eyes are alight as he poses for pictures with the monkey in the suit. The lines between his eyebrows and bags under his eyes are noticeable, even without the powerful scope. They betray how hard he's working to sell this lie. Um, uh, I just wanted to say real quick, his lip was sweaty. Knees weak, arm spaghetti. (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, someone has to be on top of that. I'm glad it's you, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Thank you for your your sacrifice for the greater good. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Wait, they pay you? <laughs> no, <laughs> they don't. Um, we, need, we need to get those sponsors. We need to get those fucking sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the my my sponsors at the spaghetti factory. Now I just said, now, <laughs> ye old spaghetti factory. I just, I just said the spaghetti factory as a joke to say a joke thing. Not forgetting, not remembering that the spaghetti factory was a place. <laughs> <laughs> 
I haven't that's been a, to a spaghetti factory in a, a while. car accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily, the airbag deployed for me. I just broke my nose. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> I swallow the taste of the metal as the seconds tick by. Not yet. The cross from the scope is trained on the pig's forehead. Then it shifts to his chest. The pig would look better in a red shirt instead of the powder white one he's wearing. The cross shifts back to his forehead. We don't want any complications. Like survival. Mmm. Then for a moment, the jackass steps in front of the pig as he starts down the steps in front of the stage. The pig starts behind him, but pauses, looking into the crowd. He laughs at something a journalist calls out. I squeeze my finger, and the pig's head jerks back. A single scarlet drop goes down from the middle of his forehead to the bridge of his nose. The room seems dark as the flashes stop. The moment hangs thick in the air. Someone's scream breaks the silence as the monkey in the suit catches the pig. Chaos erupts, which is good. The noise covers the sound of the vent grate closing and me shuffling backwards. Nice hiding in a vent. Yeah. Would you call this an event horizon? I'll see myself out. Yeah, the show's over. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's your your show, Alan. I'm I'm out. Bye. Ten years, everybody. And it's done now. Goodbye. Yep, yep. We, we, we nearly made it, but some, some jackass prawn in a monkey suit had to ruin it. Uh, hey, is this just Animal Farm? Is this just an extreme version of Animal Farm? Uh, There's a jackass and a pig. Yeah, and a prawn. Yeah, <laughs> and a prawn. And me with the internet. Mm. Uh, where were we? Sorry. Mm. Uh, is that me? Or is it you? Did I read the last one? I can't remember. Me. The pig had to insist on his announcement being conducted at this ancient but grand hotel with its beautiful renovations. It's just my luck the vents were just closed off in lieu for efficient AC. I should know since I worked on them. That's my name. Oh, discru- That's my nickname, Efficient <laughs> AC. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yes, the uh, uh, jackass prawn in a monkey suit with lead uh, featuring lead uh, bassist Efficient AC. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, this is why you don't piss off people who work on your vents. Just saying, gang. Yeah. Be cool the to pig H- be cool to HVAC <laughs> people or they will fucking kill you. I think that's the message, uh, uh, that, that is, that is, uh, uh running in this story. Uh, be cool to be, HVAC people because they, cool, yeah. they will gun, they will gun you down, especially if you're a, uh, either a literal or metaphorical pig. Indeed. In this case. Yeah, indeed. The pig. Thought he was going to change history with the announcement. Just not in this way. He didn't expect to become the Archduke of my Bosnian Serb. As I squeezed out of the vent into the back alley next to the waiting delivery truck, all I can think is, treason be damned, this is World War III. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. So, uh... Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, the very non-political <laughs> show where we read a story where Donald Trump gets fucking bodied. <laughs> We all we all know it. Yeah, we all see it. Uh, you channeling some uh, some uh, frustrations here, Rue? I get it. <laughs> I mean, look, this could hypothetically be any pig. Yeah, there's any, been a few of them. Any spray, any orange spray tanned pig. <laughs> <laughs> look, anybody who's listened to this show for some time 
does know kind of where we stand on the political spectrum. Yeah, we are very, and, very firm far-right Republicans, and we are offended. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I firmly, firmly believe in trickle-down economics, and it's perfect in every way. There's no flaws whatsoever. I will warn everyone that Starfield starts out by asking you for your pronouns. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, in Starfield there are 600 genders. <laughs> <laughs> And you are all of them. Yep. You are every gender. <laughs> I am every gender. <laughs> uh, so, you know what? That's a good little um, good little view into something. I wouldn't necessarily call it horror, but I, I do feel, I feel like maybe uh, Rue is, uh, is venting here a little bit. Ah, venting. venting. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, should we do the next one? <laughs> yeah, sure. Not much. Not much else to say. No, no. Um, you know, I think you know. Yeah. Hmm. So the next one. <laughs> the next one might be a follow up because it's called Shattered Lives. Cool. I mean, Neat. that would certainly certainly shatter some lives. World War Three definitely would do that. Would you like to start this one? <laughs> sure, bud. <laughs> ah, great. One day, that's all I have. One day. If I One te- day! If I testify, it's life at 15. If I don't, I go back in. I won't last a week unless they put me back in solitary. I won't go back to that. Dun dun dun. Ominous. I look around the darkening bedroom of my childhood home. The shelves are littered with books I once loved. Wrestling trophies and all the stupid trinkets that fascinated a dumb child. Don't be so de- self-deprecating. Yeah. I press the smooth stone in between my palms. A strange little thing with a seashell pattern that mesmerized my ten-year-old self to no end. If I concentrate on the stone, I can almost ignore the clanking of dishware down the hall in the kitchen. Down the hall where my mother and father are sitting for dinner with my lawyer and the detective here to babysit me. Down the hall where I can hear their murmurs. Interesting. Okay. Concentrate on the stone and I can almost ignore the ankle monitor. Fuck, it itches. I move to my cramped desk and toss the stone into the Donkey Kong pencil holder. Okay. That's bitchin'. The, uh, the last story had jackass and monkey suit in the same <laughs> sentence. Uh, is there a recurring Donkey Kong theme? <laughs> I'm caught... <laughs> Are these all just part of secretly Donkey Kong memes? Is this Is this the place in the Donkey Kong extended universe? Is the pig actually King Karul? Is this Funky Kong? <laughs> is, Funky Kong is, is this is are we actually in the new Funky mode? Did Funky Kong kill President K. Rool? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, is this a nod to the fact that in my early years of random encounters, I was part of a King Karul presidential bid video? Real thing, by the way. Look it up. The King K- Brandon encounters King K. Rule for president musical. Wait, it was orange. Was it Lanky Kong? Is Lanky Kong dead? Was Lanky Kong Donald Trump? Did Lanky Kong <laughs> just get assassinated? Who? <laughs> Wait, or or was it or was it the pig that you have to feed all the fucking? Do you feed the hippo all the bananas so the hippo can lift the pig to the gate in Donkey Kong sixty four to let you into the boss room? Were we the hippo? Did we shoot the pig? Cr- Was there a falling Get out? Get Grant Kirkhope on the horn. Grant! Grant! We need you, Grant! Grant, I really like your music, but also you have some explaining to do. I don't, I, I, 
And when is Grin- when is Grintilda get involved now that we're talking about <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Rue, except I'm not sorry at all. This is what you get. You knew what you were getting into, yeah. Rue. In a way, this is your fault. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you gave us express permission to read your stuff. You knew what you were, you knew what was happening. Ten years of doing this show, and we haven't gotten any better. Did you have any idea when you submitted this story to us, we would talk about Lanky Kong being Donald Trump? <laughs> well, that explains, you know what? That explains a lot. I mean, he has no style. Yeah. He has no grace. And I guess he does kind of have a funny face. But I don't think I've ever seen him handstand yeah. when he needs to. Yeah. Or stretch his arms out just for you. Um, oh boy. Um. <laughs> Where, the fuck, Where the fuck were we? I moved, Where the I fuck? Moved, what is happening? I moved to my cramped desk and tossed the stone into the Donkey Kong pen holder. Okay. Taking out my old half used sketch pad. I flipped to a fresh page, using a pencil with more teeth marks in it than Beaver's Dam. Oh, like the beavers in Donkey Kong. Yeah. I start drawing. Time slips and Mom comes in with a cup of tea. She made it for everyone. I kiss her cheek and tell her I love her. As the door closes behind her, I switch to my spiral notebook. Oh, interesting. Okay. As I get to the bottom of the third page, I finally set my pencil down and rumped out my cramped fingers. I tear out a blank sheet of paper and scroll a quick note. I think that should be scrawl, but that's okay. It's been long enough. It's been. I dump my cold. It's been. It's been. Instead of, it's been a while, it's been long enough. I dump my cold tea into the dead fern on my windowsill and step into the hallway. The door to my parents' bedroom is closed and it's dark uh, around the crack. There's a dim light in the living room, enough that I can see my lawyer and the dick dozing. I I used to play bass for dick dozing. (laughs) His dick, I fold in, he's I, dick dozing. He's a cop. He has <laughs> narcolepsy. <laughs> You're a loose cannon, Dick. Always sleeping at the worst times. Well, let me tell you something. I, you'll never catch me asleep on the job except for the times when I am asleep. Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, I look, Chief, it's not my fault. The, bur- the perp triggered my narcolepsy when he fired his gun in the air. I just passed out right on the spot. <laughs> Nap time. I showed up to the scene of the crime. The perp started playing an ASMR video and I fell dead on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) She came into my office. A tall drink of water. She started to explain the situation, but I fell asleep. (laughs) She thought I was bored. (laughs) Jack Dozing is my new favorite character we've ever made. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it happened again. A new recurring UCA character, Dick Dosing, the narcoleptic PI. He walked in like a tall glass of warm milk. Leggy dames always do that to me. What? Rouse you? No, maybe fall asleep. I have a real problem. That's why I'm not married. Not because of the job. It's... Because I can't go on a date without just dropping off. Just like that. (laughs) So we can establish the reason this this kid. Oh, hold on. Oh, my God. Okay. Where were we? (laughs) Dick dozing. I fold the note and put it on the dick's phone. He didn't notice because he was asleep. Quietly. (laughs) 
<laughs> I slip into the garage and flip the light on. I run my fingers over my old college textbooks. Pre-med books from biology to anesthesiology. That was another life I still remember. I go over to Dad's workstation and sit on his stool. Rubbing the uh, braided rope between my fingers, I can't help smiling at all the Boy Scout trips Dad and I went on. Okay, a reference to knowing how to tie knots. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. The bare bulb mm-hmm. flickers. We know where this is going. Um, the bare bulb flickers, casting the darkness back around me. If I'm going to ruin someone's life. I might as well ruin everyone's life. I start winding the rope. Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. Well, for all the mirth we pulled from that one, that was depressing. Hey, Rue, everything all right? Yeah, you t- You okay, Rue? Feeling good? Yeah? You want to, like, hang out? I mean... Yeah, well, maybe maybe don't use maybe don't call it hanging out. Like that uh, doesn't uh, seem. <laughs> uh, dick dozing, everybody. Uh, this one that was funny. <laughs> dick, yeah, Donkey Kong. Dick Dick dozing is trying to solve the the murder of of Lanky Kong, but he keeps falling well, asleep. He keeps uh, falling asleep into lasagna. He's also Garfield. <laughs> he, uh, there's only two things I hate in this world. Falling asleep at an opportune times and Mondays. Yeah. I, uh... So I may have, may eventually start a Twitch stream for uh, Starfield. Um, and I, I, have, oh, I have a few character concepts. Uh, Alright. Uh, one Dick-dosing of, is automatically on the list. is super now, right? on the list. Uh, but one of them... <laughs> But another one is Starfield Garfield, and I would be uh, in. <laughs> I would be in pursuit of lasagna at all times. Uh, would you? Would you ask? Would you tell people that Garfield has wares if you have coin? Yes. The deals. The deals wizard. Oh um, my god! Yes. Uh, um, but the other one is to bring back my Skyrim, my tragic Skyrim character that I briefly played as on Twitch. Oh yeah. Uh, it's called Bingery Hagendaz, the half orc barbarian who is just trying to find ice cream. That's right. <laughs> and if he can't find ice cream, he's going to invent ice cream, right? Yes. I remember. Um, that was a fun. That he was a fun character. Yeah. Stream for him a but little I, bit. I, but I think maybe ice cream exists in uh, uh, Starfield. So that Get it better. Maybe, maybe it's the future. If there's not ice cream, I'd be sad because if we're. I mean, as far as yeah. I know, Starfield is in in the distant future. Yes. Yes. Uh, also, it's supposed to be NASA Punk, and they always had that, like, freeze-dried ice cream shit. Oh. Actually, wow. That threw me back pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Is everyone, is everyone a kid at the museum again? <laughs> yeah. I'm, here, I'm looking. I see me at Griffith Observatory trying one of those fucking things and going, bleh. Yeah. They were not good. <laughs> no, they weren't. But the novelty never wore off. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I could say I had it. By the way, you're an anonymous blobfish now. And that's our review of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Rue, I'm so sorry. I know you want legitimate feedback, but I will say at least this one doesn't involve me having to tiptoe around the potential death of a political figure. Um, Even if we're not crazy about the guy, just saying. Yeah, um, I like I, I like the imagery used in both of the stories so far. Yeah, but they 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 aren't so much stories as just like little glimpses into these worlds. Yeah, it's microfiction. Uh, I totally yeah. get it. Um, I will say I I do like this one. I like that we don't know necessarily what happened. We there's don't like, have to. We can infer like maybe hints like anesthesiology and stuff like that. 
Yeah, um, that this is pretty fucking dark. Yeah, very dark. It's almost too dark to add Donkey Kong to, but you know what? Donkey Kong pen holder was there. Where did you get that? I want one. A Donkey Kong. All right, pen we have to, we have to for the rest of these stories figure out how Donkey Kong is involved. <laughs> yeah, because now. We're going to put on our dick-dozing hats, try not to fall yeah. asleep, and figure out how, to, how Donkey Kong is involved in it all. Yeah. Dick-dozing hats are a detective hat that has, like, a pillow attached to it in case he falls. <laughs> <laughs> my, my image of dick-dozing is now this. He's, he's got the, the typical, you know, detective's fedora, but there's a pillow in the back of it, a really small one. And he's also wearing a monogram necktie. Oh, wait. He is wearing a monogram necktie? But he's got like a dete- like a detective trench coat, but it's yeah. over pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is good. Okay, yeah. So, hey, fan it, artists, fan artists, Donkey Kong pajamas. <laughs> yep, that's. I mean, that's why it's got the D, it's got the DK, and he's got the monogram necktie. But yeah. he's a big fan. He's a big fan of Donkey Kong. Yes, but aren't we all? Who is don't? don't I mean, to be fair, before we, uh, not long before, I was watching uh, Vine Sauce watch every du- song from the DKTV show and, and evaluate them. It was That was actually kind of fun. Ooh, that show. It's not fair that DK is that good a singer, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, we're, okay, so that's story number two. I like that one. Yeah. It was dark, but I liked it. I mean, I like dark things sometimes. I'm edgy. Uh, the next story is called... Parallel Wake. I'm not necessarily reading them in the order that they were submitted, but I think uh, it doesn't, it's not that, it's not that big a deal, I guess. Okay, here we go. Where am I? What's going on? There's a distant repetitive sound in the darkness. The noise comes into a sharp focus as Mark shoots up in bed, gasping awake. Groping in the darkness, he manages to turn off the alarm clock. 5.30 a.m. The room he's in is dark. He's never been a morning person, so the alarm set to such a time seemed like an act of aggression toward him. I know that feel. Mm-hmm. Mark forces himself out of bed because he knows he'll just fall back asleep within minutes otherwise. Is he related to Dick, Dick Dozing? Yes. Well, I mean, I think we all would do this. Let's be fair to Mark here. Right, yeah. But, I don't know, I'm trying to find the connection. Just looking. Shuffling in the dark, unable to open his eyes, he hopes he knows the floor plan well enough. A sharp pain shoots up his toe as he stubs it into something plastic. Must be a laundry basket. Mark continues with his hands outstretched, feeling sided, feeling sided to side. I think that should be side to side, but, you know, I'll side. Slide to slide. Did I tell you, by the way, Alan, you're an anonymous mink now? Oh, cool. Yeah. Finally, his, hands, his hand feels the grooves of a door. Good. A light switch has to be near it. Gliding his hand up and down on the wall next to the door... He pauses as he feels for he feels the little knob. What will it look like this time? He wonders. He didn't feel the wallpaper, so the walls must be painted. What color did he choose? The mattress and covers are as soft as he always loved, so that hasn't changed. What's his taste in decoration? He'll see if he could change it if it's too gaudy. Interesting. All right. Hmm. The little knob of the light switch grazes his fingertips. With his eyes shut tight in anticipation for the sharpness of light, Mark flicked the switch. When he got used to the bright red behind his lids, Mark rubbed the grid away before cracking one open. He managed to get the other lid open and took a deep breath before turning around. The room looked almost identical to the one from last night. A few of the random messes were subtly different. 
There's a basket of neatly folded laundry that wasn't there last night. Mark makes his way to the bed and stops at the bedside table. He picks up the framed photo. He looks at the redhead grasping his arm. Martha. At least that was her name for the last several years. It was Moira before. Moira? They seem happy in this photo. Once, once, the two of them faced nothing but disdain simply because of the melatonin difference in their skins. But that was a long time ago, barely out of college. Uh, Mark puts it down to, and rummages through the laundry basket. Men's and women's clothes mixed in together. Where was she? That's something Mark decides to figure out later. His bladder won't wait, and his heart doesn't want, it to, want to ache for the worst that may, ha- may not happen. <clears throat> the bathroom... Mark decided, is a treat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <Hey. laughs> Woo! Thank goodness for small things in life. While small, a nice large tub for two managed to find space here. After washing his hands and face, Mark found a toothbrush. He jumps at a sudden rap at the door, mouthful of toothpaste. He's just eating toothpaste. Oh no. Babe, shake a leg. We gotta hit the road in 30 minutes, a familiar melodic voice says. And stop eating toothpaste. It's bad for you. But I like it. No, this is why you keep blacking out and forgetting things. It's good. (laughs) You don't have the appropriate shots for that. I'll wash it down with the mouthwash. God damn it, Mark. I already drank half a bottle of Listerine. It's not for, you know what? Never mind, it's no wonder you don't remember what my name is. What? Forget it. Oh, no, I see, I don't even have to be sarcastic. You'll, you will forget it. Babe, shake a leg. We gotta hit the road in 30 minutes, a familiar melodic voice says. Yeah, see, you did forget. <laughs> it's all good, you're the next paragraph. Oh, yeah. Mark opens the door to the same redhead in the photo. Her hair is a little longer, a few more freckles spotting her cheeks. She still has that same beautiful smile. He was always a morning person, unlike him. Mark spiked the toothpaste. (laughs) I won't swallow you this time. (laughs) No, I have to accept I have a problem. (laughs) I I can appreciate a good typo. That's a very good typo. Sorry, sorry, Rue. Mark spikes the toothpaste into the sink and rinses out his mouth. Morning, Martha, he mumbles, still not lifting his head. He can feel her stillness. Oh, Mark, it happened again, hasn't it? She asks, is the only one who ever knew. Is craving for dental hygiene products. <laughs> it's Murney, she says, placing a travel mug of coffee next to the sink. He could feel her rubbing his back soothingly. It's Murney Kong. Yeah. We're go- There's the connection. <clears throat> sure, this is a new sure. Kong. <laughs> We're going up to the cabin this weekend. It'll be just the two of us. I'll fill you in, she says gently. Won't it be great to visit your enormous stockpile of bananas? <laughs> Oh, banana. <laughs> do, the, do the Kremlin steal the bananas just to starve the Kongs out, or is it because they really love potassium? Um, I think it can be both. You know what? Fair. According to Karul, he doesn't even like bananas, but you yeah. know. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark looks at her, grateful. She leans over and kisses his cheek. Come on, I've already got the bags in the car. Shower and shake a leg, mister. He says over her shoulder, leaving the bathroom. Mark strips down and tosses his pajamas into the hamper. He downs half the coffee, made the way he prefers, and jumps into the shower. He better wake up to face this new world. Maybe he'll get more than a decade here. Huh. 
someone jumping in between themselves uh, in parallel universes? Yes, accidentally. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is Scott Bakula. Yeah. <laughs> have I talked? Okay, about, that actually. Have I talked about my whole uh, quantum leap thing? Uh, have you? Well, just in case, you know, there's a lot of episodes of this show. Why don't we go ahead and talk about Quantum Leap again? Because there's never a bad time to talk about Quantum Leap. I, as a pro wrestler, want to do a storyline where um, <clears throat> Scott Bakula has leapt into my body. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did tell me about this. I can't remember if we did it on podcast, though. Hey, just in case, though, if you've heard this one before, we're reiterating, this is a really good idea. <laughs> Yeah, I want to do a wrestling storyline where all of a sudden, like, my wrestling character just starts acting differently, and no one can tell why, and, like, he just, like, keeps, like, like occasionally looking into a mirror, and, uh... Oh my god. Uh, seeing Scott Bakula. <laughs> 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 and, like, I, as a wrestler, I'm like, no, you don't understand. I have to win the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. I'm surprised it hasn't has it come up. Some anything like that it come up in wrestling before? That there you've seen? is a Quantum Leap episode about pro wrestling. Oh, okay. Um, but like disregarding that, um, I, I've never seen anything like that before in pro wrestling. Um, but like I just win the Intercontinental Title, and uh, yeah, and then Scott, oh, and good. then Scott Bakula would make the next leap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, oh, I love it. Uh, I, I, I want to see this happen. How are you going to make this happen? I, I probably can't. <laughs> if we're being honest. That, that, I mean, listen, you're not too late. Just start training. Be a pro wrestler. Yeah. Get in touch with Scott Bakula. Get t- <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine the editing in that scene? Where first it's just you in the mirror, cuts away for a second, cuts back. Scott Bakula at his current age is on the other side. <laughs> Or we could just, I love we could it. just like license really old footage of Scott Bagula. <laughs> <laughs> uh it just yeah, you know what? It's just deep fake. It's just a deep fake Scott Bakula. Man, some real dumb bits coming out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a It's been a while since we've done this. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, as long as we're entertained, right? Right. It doesn't matter what they think, as long as we're entertained. Anyway, this was very good, actually. <laughs> Yeah, actually, this is this is the one. I think this might be the one I like the best so far. Yeah, yeah, as a bit of microfiction. Um, and and yeah, no, uh, no, uh, you know, p- political hornet's nest to step on. I... That helps, but a distinct lack of Donkey Kong. I did have to force the Donkey Kong a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, we we did have we did have to force. Uh... Hold on. Let me let me go back over. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, can't really, I'll I'll. Can't really natu- I'll forgive can't it. Really naturally slide in any Donkey Kong, but that's that's fine. I just thought of something terrible. Hey, slide into my DKs. God damn. <laughs> um. So here's the next story. This one is called Strange Encounters. Not random. Strange. Making my way downtown. I don't know. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Making my way down the street to catch the bus. I pulled the cotton of my dress shirt, hoping a non-existent breeze would find its way down my collar. No luck. Nothing comes to cool me on this hot July evening. Street is all but deserted, with people quickly finding solace in the air-conditioned businesses and homes, with cold drinks 
to cool them off. I almost read that as cool drinks to cold them off. Mm. For a split second, my brain did that. So that's not the, that's not Rue's fault. That's just me being being a dumb. Yeah. As I turn the corner, I squint through the haze and spot the bus sign halfway down the street. I glance at my phone, not hurrying, as I note the next bus arrival in 15 minutes. I don't even notice the other person walking past me until our shoulders collide. Sorry, I quickly say, barely glimpsing up. I stumble to a stop as I spin around. For the briefest moment, I choke on my heart as I stare at the back of the aging man who stopped a few feet from me. The moment stretches long enough, I take in the man's graying hair, his well-worn sheepskin jacket, much like the one hanging in my closet, dirt-stained jeans, and matching boots. A familiar stranger. Now, okay, I've heard many definitions of what a familiar stranger is. Um, yeah. Um, now, is that when one part... Went, is that when... It's, is it a version of the stranger where, like, it's a partner, but their hand is numb? Um, or uh, is it when you do it, but it's like the reverse, instead of your hand being numb, your dick is numb? Um, uh, I, hmm. This is deeply thought-provoking. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, because I, I don't think I've ever experienced either. Oh, I, I mean, neither have I. But uh, I, I've just heard it different ways, explained different ways in the past. I think it's the form. I think it's the mm. former. I think it's the former because to me it defeats the purpose if it's the latter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess so. Anyway, with a tilt of his head, <laughs> the man slowly turns, and his <laughs> joints are now catching up to him. I know this man. His round nose, more bulbous and red now. His dark eyes barely showing its brown nature in the sun. Dark circles engulfing those eyes. His earlobes hanging low from gauges long removed. Do his ears hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Mm. You tie him in a knot. You tie him in a bow. And then you throw him over his shoulder like a continental soldier. Do your ears hang low? They, they do not. I don't have... I, I definitely don't have uh, plugs. I like... You know what? The interesting thing is... I, have you ever seen, like an older person who had gauges and they like actually have those, like they're longer moves and they just have the yeah, yeah. really long earlobes. I don't think I ever have. Uh, I, I believe I have. Yes. Wow. I mean, there's one, there's one guy I can think of and that's a former Disney or current, I think former Disney Imagineer Joe Rody. Mm. He's got this one massive earring. That's just like a wind chime. It just hangs from one yep. ear. Yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen him. Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually met him once or twice. He's a nice guy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's just an interesting image. Uh, this, is, this is him. I'm calling it. This is him in oh, the yeah. future or yeah. something. As soon as my fingertips touch my own earlobe, my gaze drops to the broken concrete sidewalk, breaking my r- rattled state. I hadn't even realized I was raising my hand. Why are my fingertips so cold? Um, with a st- because you're trying to set up for a familiar stranger. You're trying yeah. to numb your hand. Yeah, you want your hand to be numb. <laughs> for the start, I quickly look back up as the man takes a step towards me. He freezes as if sensing my fear overtaking my intrigue. His hand is open, and I can't help but note... I've set up. Finish it. Finish it. I've set finish us up it. for phenomenal disaster. Finish it. You started it. You have to finish it, Alan. 
His hand is open, and I can't help but notice the deep crease is lining his freckled and wrinkled hands. Uh, you know me. You know me. <laughs> Sorry. You know me, he says in a deep, gravelly voice. And I know he's telling the truth. His voice is familiar. Come sit. We have much to talk about. He gestures toward the bench. He stays in place, allowing me to make the decision. This is some Henry Tamble shit. Calling it right now. Yeah. I squeeze my eyes shut for a moment. Whatever he says to me could have serious consequences, but not only for me, but for the whole world. Here's, he's here for a reason, though. Ouroboros. Grandpa Joel told me about this as a boy. An unending cycle. He told me not to be scared. An old man had gone to see this old man before me when he was a young man. When I'm an old man, I'll go to see my younger self. Will I sit and hear what I have to say? What will I tell him? There's only one way to find out. I open my eyes and nod at the bench. We sit side by side. I can see our reflection in the window of the store across the street, blurred by the heat of the day. I came to see you, I feel the need to say. Now I'm coming to see myself again. He nods again. I take a deep breath and let it out slowly. Okay, whenever you're ready. It's his turn to take a deep breath before starting. Starting to... Jerk. Starting... (laughs) When I was a cop back in the... (laughs) (laughs) Dozing, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, also, this one was a little surreal. Hold on, surreal. There's, there's a sentence we left out there at the end. And also, he had a gun that shoots peanuts. Oh, it's Diddy Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to tell you, whatever you do, don't get the, don't follow that invitation from the tiger to go to that island. You'll be stuck racing and collecting silver coins. Eventually, you'll have to race against a pig while in a biplane. A pig that will eventually be assassinated. Also, there's a squirrel there, and he has a filthy mouth. <laughs> and there's a bear with a backpack, but no bird in it. Ah, don't you love this uh, this uh, cinematic universe we're building here? Through Rue's stories, without necessarily Rue maybe wanting this? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no one but us wants this to be happening. <laughs> no, no, we, we want this. This is what we want. This is our show. This is what we want. All right, that was number four. We got one more. You ready? I am ready. You need to brace yourself for the horror that is. One last call. Here we go. Let's see what form you take this time, Alan. Anonymous Jackalope. Cool. That's a pretty cool one. The burr stickers cut against my ankles as I try to keep my balance. The oppressive darkness and overgrown grass hide the random rocks. Shit. I whisper as I barely get keep my footing. I tighten my grip on my flashlight and phone. The other lights dance ahead of me as the road behind us grows distance, and we walk further into the pasture. Don't worry, babe. We're here, I say into the phone. Her quiet breathing is her only response. The chill seeps through my raincoat, causing goose flesh to raise from my scalp and to my ankles. Ten days, four hours, 37 minutes. He lied to my face from day one. No, he started lying before then. The frantic barking of the dogs brings me back. I start running towards them. Marie! A booming voice calls my name. We found something. Marie! The baguettes! Hurry up! Sorry. I stumble to a stop. Donald! Oh, no! Donald! (laughs) You know, I did just just realize you could 
also apply the pig moniker from that last story to a certain prime minister. Yeah, I can do that. Could be. Anyway, but I don't know. Donald's on my brain. Is it her? Did you find her? I asked, my voice cracking. The dirt. It was recently disturbed. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Uh, The dirt. It was recently disturbed, he says, his light illuminating the slightly raised dirt along with others. He grabs my upper arm and pulls me back to give room for the others to start digging. Start digging! I gripped Donald's forearm to maintain my balance. I must have dropped my flashlight at some point. Gulping the cold night air, I take in how his hair and mustache are a shocking... Oh, it's Donald night. Sutherland! Premature... Ah! <laughs> oh! Mmm. <laughs> Prematurely white, with deep lines around his eyes. That's what the job does to you. That'll be me one day, if I live that long. I look down at the shallow hole half a dozen people already dug. Yeah, Dig dug? <clears throat> the fact that it was so recently dug up is making the dirt easier to dig up. We did, so, so the dirt was easier to dig up, so we dug the dirt, and the dirt was dug and dig, digged up. Listen, you get 16 tons. Yeah. What do you get? Now that you're older and deeper in debt? That's what happens yeah. when you dig dug. And then we ate Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> I owe my soul to the company store. Found something, one man says. A rookie, I think. Donald stopped me before I could step forward. He goes in and kneels down, the distinct sound of plastic ruffling, and he gasps. Is it her? I ask. Damn it, Donald, answer me. Is it her? Damn, Daniel. Damn it, Donald. Damn it, Daniel. Damn it, Donald. Donald. Damn it, Donald. I'm a detective, not a Donkey Kong. Don, Don, Donya. Don, Donya, Daniel does. Letting out, letting out a deep, tired no, sigh, Donald says, Yeah, Marie, yeah, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh... Still has her phone. Uh... Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> sorry. Letting out a deep, sigh, tired sigh, like the, our entire fucking yeah. audience at this point. <laughs> okay, Marie, yeah, okay. I press my phone to my ear. Lizzie, baby, we found you. I say, my voice shaking, cracking me down the middle. Honey's there? Lizzie asks. Yeah, and we've got her, we've got your phone, I say as a rookie bags the pink phone. Aunt M? Auntie M? <laughs> Auntie Don't M. tell Donnie. The evidence is on the phone. The passcode's Mama's birthday, she says. She can't remember the code to open it, I explain at Donald's stare. Give me a few tries, then I'll get back in touch. Then I'll get to the tech. And promise me something, Lizzie asks. Uh, of course. What is it, baby? A hot tear finally slices down my cold, numb neck. Give Mama a hug for me, she says. Hysterical laugh. Sorry. <laughs> Hysterical laughter threatens to bubble up. Yeah, I can do that. One last thing, Aunt M, she says. Thanks for picking up. Always, Lizzie. I always will, I promise her. Okay, hold on a sec. I admit I was trying to read it closely, but uh, we were doing bits. No, I, I got it. I'm trying to figure Maybe the I found Lizzie's phone. Lizzie's second. dead, but she was uh, Aunt M was still able to call Lizzie. Um, and the first thing Lizzie Lizzie says was, "Don't tell Donnie the evidence is on the phone because Donald killed her." <laughs> oh, so they dug her up in order to? Yeah, okay. I was kind of yeah. thinking that was the case. All right, okay, all right, okay. 
All right. right. Okay. All right. 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 They were going to get in trouble, and they didn't get in trouble. This is crime, which makes sense that someone named Donald would be involved in crime <laughs> anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, Rue. I like that yeah. one. That was that was kind of well, neat. All been, I like that they've one. They've all been pretty neat. I think. Yeah, fun little fun little microfiction, fun little snapshots. Some of them very dark, some of them very surreal. All of them definitely on the strange side. Uh, thank you for sharing these with us. We sorry we were such uh, jackasses, jackass prawns in monkey suits about the whole. I'm thing. I, I'm I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm a little sorry. You don't. We don't have to both be sorry. I'll be sorry. You don't have to be sorry. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. Uh, again, <laughs> this is. This is Rue's fault. It is Rue's fault. We can. We, I think Rue can admit it's Rue's fault. Yeah. Well, we like their stories, but also this is all your fault. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, thank you for getting. The thing, thing is, we're only as good as the stuff that gets sent to us. And so, wait, no, that sounds really bad. Yeah. No. Um, Gotta rethink that. Gotta rethink that whole statement. I've been doing this for ten years, and I still don't have a good case, grasp of. In this case, the stuff that was sent to us is leagues better than we are. Yeah. Actually, yes. Yes, the quality of the stories is better than the quality of us. I think we're just having that kind of day. Probably doesn't help that I haven't had lunch yet, and I'm starting to feel that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm ordering food right after this, and then I'm going to play more Starfield. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. I'll go back, probably go back to Tears of the Kingdom, but I will have to edit this at some point. Wait, editing? What's that? No, that's Future Maureen's problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and hey, if you want to be part of the future problems of our podcast, subscribe and follow <laughs> us and shit. <laughs> After all, you so, are the problem if you submit a story. Look, welcome to Undercooked Analysis. This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, today, I don't want to take the blame for anything. I'm going to place it all on our listeners. You keep listening. You're the ones who keep this going. I would have quit ages ago if it weren't for you. Oh, I gotta take a nap. Yeah. Oh, on the floor. Five more minutes. Hey, if you want to support the show, just um, subscribe. Smash that like button. Well, I'm at it. Maybe, maybe consider, uh, you know, sending us your stuff. Patreon. Hey, there's a Patreon too. But before that, maybe you could just know. Flying elves are back. It wasn't part of it that Dick Dozing peed himself, but uh, <laughs> David, <laughs> there is a, there is there is a black spot uh, spreading across the pants of David. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> Stop it! No! Stop it! <laughs> We're done. It's over. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>